We're on, man. Sweet. So we should probably note that like we had some time tonight. We we haven't gotten together in a while, right? Right. I and mean, it's been b- between work and Boulevardia and right. Craft Beer Week and all that. Um, it's been pretty and holiday weekend. Yeah. Um, but we got together tonight to to pump out the um the thing which you know, we did. You know, you know that thing, that thing, the, the thing. thing at the place with the guy. Which we um, we did that, and we though. did that. We did that, and it's posted. It is out there for you to hear now. It is a week. By the time you hear this, it'll be over yeah, a couple weeks old. That's revolutionary for us. It really is because yeah. we've never actually, in one night, On recorded f- and posted and posted. I mean, that's yeah. that's yeah. unheard of that's, for Headspace Invaders. That's the power of Casey Pills. I'm I telling think. you, <laughs> Casey Pills. Yeah, and, yeah. I yeah. think that might be the new, uh, like a. We'll just make that tradition now. We start out with the pills, and that's how fast we can turn it around. So you think we can do this one tonight the same way? No, no, absolutely not. But we had some extra time because we, you know, our schedules are so different. So we got together and we're like, you know, what, let's just let's just sit here and chat for a little while. And so we just pulled some stuff out of our so ass. So we like, are literally going to shit out of a podcast. Absolutely, tonight. we are. And we hope are. it's good. Just squatting over Bobby Doctor's desk and just going <laughs> to say out his of name <laughs> on air. <laughs> I'll bleep it. I'll go back and bleep it. Do they? Don't. Okay. Fuck it. Right. Right. <laughs> who Too allegedly, late. apparently, no related to no relation to John Dykstra. Who I had no idea who he was until Adam told me. Yeah. He's only made everything you've ever loved. Yeah. Oh, Oscar winning John Dykstra, special effects supervisor for Star Wars, A New Hope. I think when Bobby talks about who he's not related to, it's usually that famous baseball player. Oh, I have no There's idea. a Dykstra. Oh, in okay. sure there is. MLB Dykstra. Right. I don't know who he is either. You know, it's funny when you hear a, a name like that that's that's someone else out there has a famous last name. Um, if it's relatively uncommon, you're like, oh, you know, uh, you're in a rela- you know, relation to whatever. And people are like, no. Uh, well, I have a friend named Ryan Ravenscroft. And that was just, <laughs> no, okay, right. But he's, he's great. Um, is that his real name? No, it is. It is. Um, Deed Poe changed. I, I, Come on. I had just read, like, or just read some trivia about um, Thurl Ravenscroft. Do you know who he is? If you don't, it's not a big deal. It's not whatever, but... Uh, Thurl Ravenscroft is a very famous like voiceover actor. He did a lot of like cartoons. I only know stuff. one Ravenscroft. Okay, well he's the uh, he was the voice of that's Tony Mystique. Correct. Yeah. Uh, well, that's see, it's the only one I know. Okay, I, probably he's probably Ryan's probably not related to her. But uh, <laughs> so Thurl Ravenscroft was the voice for Tony the Tiger. You know, they're great, right? <laughs> and then he also did the uh, he sang the song "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch." And I just had read an article about Really? Him. I yeah. thought that was Boris Karloff. Yeah. No, no, no. It's uh, Thurl Ravenscroft. So Boris Karloff did the voice, like, because he did, he did the narration, but oh, he didn't sing the song? Not the song, yeah. The song. The one you hear really? at Christmas time. Yes, you can Google it. You have a computer no, for you. No, no, I trust you. going back to Scrafty Pants, I, uh, when I met him, I was like, oh, Ryan Ravenscroft. I was like, <laughs> any relation to Thurl Ravenscroft? He goes, yeah, he's Mongol. I was like, wait, what? Really? And he's like, yeah. I was like, that's fucking crazy. You know, See, I would have told, told he said, any relation to Mystique. Right. He always thought I was weird. He would have been like, wait, who? Yeah. Because I don't even know who that thorough raisin. Thorough Ravenscroft. Ravenscroft is yeah. either. Mm-hmm. What a good handle, though, too. That's like the greatest name ever. Thorough Ravenscroft. Thorough, T-H-U-R-L. You you need to have, yeah. He, it's good that he is a voiceover guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it couldn't be like a caretaker. Yeah, he's done that. I mean, name. he's done like. What do you do? Sweep stuff. the streets. What's your name? Thorough Ravenscroft. Thorough Ravenscroft. No, you don't yeah. sweep the streets, you no. liar. Right. You it's, read books, leather-bound books, in big chairs in front of fires. It's like you fuck you your sip, kids if you name them Thor. You, 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 you sip whiskey. Uh, no, uh, cognac, cognac. Sorry. Right. Out of snifters and smoke cigars. With lots of rich mahogany leather. All over Leather-bound books all behind yeah. you. Yeah. And a globe, You're wearing a suit a of leather-bound books. Yes. A smoking jacket made of leather-bound books. Ravenscroft, yes. the name's are. Yeah. So, um, so what have you been doing this 
last week, two, three weeks or whatever? Um, Anything fun? No. Just man, working. You're working, working a lot now. Yeah, working a lot. He's yeah. joined the ranks of the Boulevardians. I am. I'm part of the team. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I will say now. this. Um, I have yet to have a shift at the brewery where I've woken up and go, fuck, I got to go to work. This sucks. <laughs> You know, that I'm comes always pretty excited. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joking, that's what Joel said the other day. He was like, hey, you're new, right? And I was like, yeah, he's, I can tell by that permagrin. That's going to go away after <laughs> seven years. <laughs> no, it's longer than that. All right. So, But I've been watching the World Cup a lot. Yeah. Have you? Uh, have you had a he, chance to? Yeah. I work at a sports bar and here at the brewery. It's been on all the time. Right. So, yeah. It's been fun. It's been great. And it's been great that the USA did so well. And it's a shame that they went down in the second round. But... I mean, it's really nice to see people embrace it a little bit more. Yeah, um, because everybody was so pessimistic going into it. They were like, oh, the group of death, right. there's no way. Didn't even the coach say something at one time? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. well, we're not going to win it. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. kind of mind gamesy, but right there. But, but they did. They, uh, they Yeah, you, you, I mean, football or any sport, any organized sport, I guess, they like to create that siege mentality where it's us against the world type of thing. Right. It tends to, and it, the USA it played that worked. way. It worked, yeah. They totally did. They played out of their skins, and it was it was brilliant, you know, um, and super fun and exciting. And uh, yeah. this this city had a good buzz. The whole country had a good buzz. And I know a bunch of people who never would ever watch football. Oh yeah, no, it got the were, national collective to yeah, kind of great, shift man. just for a little bit. Yeah, and it, uh, it's, I was at Sporting Kansas City today at a thing out there at the stadium, and everyone was still talking about the World Cup because Beasler and Zuzi right, of course were back. Yeah. So yeah, and they were intro just before the game. Um, probably Matt That's Beasler's exciting. last game for Kansas City was. Sure before the World Cup because I think he's going to get he's going to go to someone else and make, lots make a ton of money so good for yeah, him because exactly. he's a local guy too Yeah, but the World Cup's been brilliant my uh, my negative about the World Cup has been Alexi Lalas the um, announcer now right he's the, yeah he's yeah. The, he's terrible yeah. <laughs> he used to play for the Wizards the Kansas right. City Wizards years ago I actually shared a movie theater with him one time oh. uh, when I went to see Escape from New York with my friend Niall from New York Escape no Escape, Escape from, from LA, LA. Right. with my friend Niall from New York who was in town visiting at the time Escape from LA see Lawless yeah <laughs> that's shit <laughs> and uh, he he came in like he walked in just before we did and I was thinking that tall red headed dude looks like Alexi Lawless from the back and he sat down the didn't back he have like here. a proper mullet at the time too yeah yeah he did yeah. he still had the long red cord yeah. and uh, he sat and watched the, the film with us we didn't talk um hmm. Which I was fine with because yeah. I didn't think he was up to much. But uh, he's even worse as a as a pundit. He's terrible. He yeah. was the guy who said in front of the U.S. men's team just before they were to take off and go to Brazil, no, they won't get out of the group because someone asked him, "Well, you think they'll get out of the group?" Literally in front of the whole squad, and he goes, "Well, you can't believe you've asked me a question. As an analyst, uh, as an analyst, I have to be honest. They won't get out of the group." What a douche! What a douche! And what a douche! He was wrong. Yeah. So yep, exactly. You know, you stupid ginger fucker. And honestly, though, <laughs> he annoys me so much. Uh, uh, he's the worst kind of commentator. I, I, I think he talks to the ass all the time. But okay, go on. And one thing that really bothers me about him is that when they, and this is a shitty thing that ESPN have done, when they go from like the World Cup proper where they're sitting around the desk and they're talking about the game, then they go to the last call area, which is like a cabana where they sit around the table, they're all sitting there relaxed. Sometimes they take off their jackets. Right, right. Because they're common men. Sure, sure. You know, they're yeah. not getting paid millions of dollars to hang out in Rio and talk about football for a living. And, but they always pan out so you can see what they're wearing. And sometimes one of the, what's this? co-commentator the the color guy 
he um wait did you just say the colored guy no the color guy is oh right the color term. commentary right yeah yeah, yeah. Got it. okay all right just you're the racist of this group no, not me what That's come ridiculous. on whatever you and your japanese sean connery last time that was a i was quoting whatever from right, we'll fine. let the people okay. decide that okay fine um so uh uh he was wearing like a hoodie and jeans but when they panned out you could see alexi alexi Lass is wearing red slipper shoes Ugh. and they were like velvety looking like come on man yeah you know, that's just stupid. Yeah. Have some so, respect. <laughs> have some respect for shoes. Right. And yourself. But it's the kind of typical thing a ginger would do, I suppose. So do you have any predictions? Do you know um, any idea who, who's going like, uh, to... What's going to be a matchup? I said at the start, um, Argentina were going to win it all, and they're now in the semifinals. So they have a really good chance to yeah. do that. So um, I am uh, psychic. Still confident. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Argentina will do. I still do. I mean... Germany and Brazil, you know, it'll. I think Argentina will beat Netherlands and they'll be in the final. And then it's between Germany and Brazil. I think that possibly Germany might have too much room. So I would say Germany, Argentina final. Argentina might just pip it because hmm. Messi will do something great and that'll be that. So this has got to be some sort of record, right? In the year and a half we've been doing this, have we ever talked sports? No, we talked about that silly game you wanted to invite sports. Oh, yeah, and the sports balls, right. Yeah, but that was. I don't think we ever have really. Oh, it's got to be a first. Well, you yeah, see, market. like the rest of the country, we're, we're caught excited up into, into right. the World Cup fever. Yeah. So that's good, uh, for, so as far as I, I'm concerned. I, I think I may have texted you this, or maybe I tweeted it, but um, it was that Sunday game, and there's this guy at the bar uh, who wanted to watch the, <laughs> the NASCAR race. <laughs> and. Uh, no shit. He said this. And at first I thought he was saying it to be sarcastic or ironic or something. Um, but this, the, the, he said this, uh, he was like, I don't understand how you can call it the world cup. If it doesn't take place in America, but I don't think he said America. I think he said USA. He said, I don't, I don't understand how you can call it the world cup. If it ain't in the USA, 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 yeah. you, just like that. Did you I go was, right into a chant? Yeah. Well, cause we wouldn't put the race on cause the soccer game was about to start. I mean, like I was like, I waited a second to see if he was just like, <laughs> just <laughs> am I right? You know, like start, start like jabbing the the guy beside him with his elbow. But he was dead serious, man. He was pissed that he couldn't watch the NASCAR race, which fine. I don't judge against anybody and their what sports they enjoy, whatever you like. But yeah, but it was just like that was the most kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, I can't. It took me by surprise. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. People are stupid. Yeah, generally. Um, me and you too. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Oh, yeah, I guess we should say. Yeah, <laughs> it, and uh, we're going to kind of mumble through this for a little bit and see what we can kind of figure out. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Hbase Invaders. Yes. And like us on Facebook again, please. We need more followers on Facebook. We do, we do. see more on Twitter, too. How do you troll for more followers? You do? What's the best how do you No, do how do you? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you can pay for it, but let's not fucking oh, pay no, for it. Oh, Jesus, are you kidding ridiculous. me? No. Um, but, um, yeah, we got some fun things we're going to kind of talk about today. Yeah. And, um, yeah, let's get going. Probably no Doctor Who, so you guys are safe. Oh, God, you shouldn't have told him that. <laughs> so, I was reading um, uh, Den of Geek, which is a really good website to oh, check out. Okay. Have you ever checked that out? No. You should check it out. I will. It's great. I, I mean, it's every day they switch around the stuff and they change it. It's great. Okay. Denofgeek.com. Right. And um, one of their contributors, Mark Harrison, did a really interesting article about a particular film that was um, that was released 15 years ago, like a couple of weeks ago. Phantom Menace. Would it have been? 
I, I think it came out. Didn't it? Was it could have been close. Yeah. May of ninety nine. Yeah, could have been close. Oh, it's so, not okay. That. All right, 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 okay. But it made me feel a little bit old, and then also made me realize. Well, I mean, they need to revisit this world. Do oh, you have an idea of what it could be? Fifteen years ago. Yeah. Ninety nine. It fits in well. Uh, to, it fits in well to one of my games that I I talked about on here before about a particular a particular actor. Right. Yep. I know exactly where <laughs> you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, um. The Matrix. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know. Dude. 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 Yeah. If those for all those people who've listened to these religiously, they will understand that right. that's yeah, the yeah, that's the Kenny Ra- yes. Reeves game. So Matrix. Yeah. Fifteen years old. Yeah. Isn't that crazy. I, wow. Yeah. Holy buckets. Yeah. What have I done with my life? I don't know, man. <laughs> Same kind that's of shite I have. That's amazing. Fifteen years. Wow, that's bizarre. Yeah, it's um, and what a great, great movie. I mean, possibly, you know, the greatest initial chapter of a trilogy. Yeah, to have no. a really bag of shit follow, <laughs> follow it after it, yeah. in the history of cinema. Yeah, um, but a, I mean, a really good film. Oh, I yeah. mean, legend. Like, I mean revolutionary in the way they shot things the yep. whole bullet time thing no yep. one had ever seen that like that before you know Keanu Reeves was at his youngest and his best and his you know most kung fu-y duty mm-hmm. um, Carrie Ann Moss looking amazing in her leather stuff uh, Lawrence Fishburne I mean just a really yeah, really Joey good Pants, all those guys yeah, yeah. Uh, just a great great film all the way around and um, and then it kind of makes you think well is it time to revisit that world possibly well man if they can reboot Spider-Man in three years why haven't they yeah. you know gone back oh, you're right man I wonder why I wonder if the, if the Wachowskis are just like nope that's it I mean that was our well let's hope we did that's this. not it you know they were, maybe they were like this is you know the Matrix we want, we like it pristine we don't want it touched with so you know we're just gonna touch I mean you know he, they could be like Lucas we're like yeah okay yeah we're gonna 15 years later we're 15 years older we've gone through lots of changes in our lives personally uh, now we're going to revisit it, and maybe it would kind of ruin the purity of it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe not. But it does seem right for yeah. something. I I don't – you know, I, I – maybe that's that's the tough thing about this because they probably think that they did the right thing with the last two films, even though we both know – have anyone listened to this or with a right mind knows how absolutely confusingly awful – the last two, specifically the last one, it was yeah. just when he met the architect. I mean, the but guy. But I think that's the idea: is that it's like, what the you, fuck was they were they talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's nothing you can do with it because they've created an infinite loop. You know, because like everything that has happened has happened before, and it's just like it would start over again. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where they could, what they could do to kind of add to it, you know, or change it without. Really, I th- I just think they kind can change of like, it, but maybe we're kind they of disrupting can, the continuity a little bit. Maybe they can continue it on somehow. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they can do whatever they want. You know? That Neo has no eyes. What's he supposed <laughs> to? <laughs> I, well, Neo, the Neo story is over. Yeah, you know? it's done. You got to yeah. finish that story. Um, Neo and Trinity. That that's over. That's it. Um, and essentially, it was kind of like a love story, I guess. In the yeah. in, in which everything is, I guess, in in between this whole thing. But yeah, I will say graphically, it never really dipped. I mean, like it always, like visually, I suppose, it yeah. never dipped. It always kept getting more stunning. Yeah. But then the plot just got way convoluted. I know, I mean, but they had it the... It was just like, wait, well, hold on, what? They had the Xbox game, which was great. The pre... the Kind of like, it was in between the last two films, mm-hmm. Revolutions and uh, um, Reload, or what was it called? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Reload. 
Reloaded and Revolutions. Yeah. So it was in between those and you saw little snippets of what was to come and then they give kind of backstory. So it was interesting what they did through other mediums and then they had cartoons and short films in front yeah, of other films. To kind of fill in gaps and Yeah, which was, yeah, was, I think, clever. very good idea. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, following on with the with the with the third film they they launched a matrix like online game kind of like star wars galaxy right, at the yeah. time was super popular so um to try and get you know people to play it and the problem was though that they the movies were so bad they kind of tainted that yeah. and it never really it kind of went you know kind of just shit itself oh yeah um, because it just they ate their own shit in that film really i mean it was just so i mean that's probably a terrible descriptor no but, but i know what you mean though i mean you know, I can I can think of very few movies where I've gone in with yeah. such excitement and come out just like scratching my head, going, "Wait!" You remember there was werewolves and vampires and stuff. Remember that in the last one? What you see? You what? don't even remember that. You've blocked that out. Werewolves and vampires, dude. They were like rogue programs. Uh, yeah, and the guy, the French guy, the Frenchman yeah, or whatever the fuck his the name was. Yeah, Virginian. He was like a vampire or... werewolf guy. Okay. Which at the time seemed maybe they're just writing that in because werewolves and vampires were kind of getting hot. <laughs> like know? Underworld, like oh, we got those. I'm telling you, man, it it's was, a Matrix. We can do yeah. anything you want. Yeah. yeah, but it was like Neo was fighting werewolves. You remember that? Mm-mm. Yeah, with like swords why, and shit. Why have I got completely blocked? Rewatch out. those films, dude. Okay, they're fucking awful, and um, just I, you just it's one of those things you just wish that they could all just take it all back somehow and just kind of redo the whole thing. Right. Just sure. go. You know what? We really fucked up. Janet Reeves still looks good. Carrie Ann Moss does too. Let's redo these films. Lawrence Fishburne looks exactly the same way he's always he did. He always has. Cowboy Curtis and yeah, yeah. his or Morpheus. So let's, the same. Yeah. let's redo let's redo these films because we really screwed the pooch. What um, do you know? Did the Matrix win? Was it nominated or did it win any awards? Do, I have no know? idea. I'm sure it probably it did for technical I mean, ability for the technical stuff yeah. and like special effects. I mean, because like you said, they're revolutionary. I mean, they even they what, what they did with Bullet Time, you know, made like how you film sporting events. Cause you remember that oh, for yeah. a while there, I mean, that's so they have so many cameras all around the place so they can yeah. shoot it from so many different angles. It's brilliant. I mean, what they did was super revolutionary and those two, you know, that brother sister, I mean, they're, you know, they're brilliant. They were brilliant for that. Yes. But for whatever reason, they really kind of, I always felt like they were making stuff up as they went along with, with those films. Right. Because the, the actors must have been reading that going, I don't understand what this means. <laughs> do, do you right. Do you know that like I don't just, understand The script this? changes daily. Just yeah. like, yeah. Okay, don't say that. Then say, say eternity will always be the same, but not the same, but maybe it will be the same only if you think it's the same and I think it's the same, but it's not if I think that you don't think it's the same and that's what The Matrix is about, Neo. You're the one. And he was like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm the one what? I'm the one confused motherfucker in this yes. fucking film. I should have taken the other pill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, with the Wachowskis, though, um, I think they're really interesting people, obviously, um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, yeah, and, and um, Cloud Atlas, have you seen that? I have not. You know, it's really, it's three some odd hours. Sure. But it's worth it. Yeah. And it took me a long time to watch it. I remember I wanted to watch it, I wanted to watch it, I wanted to watch it, and I had it recorded on my DVR for a long time. Excuse me. And I finally said, fuck it, I'm just going to I'm gonna watch the Commit. first half an hour at least. Right. Yeah. And I ended up staying up to like 3 a.m. or whatever and watched the whole thing. So it definitely pulled me in. Um, but it was really interesting. I mean, I think a lot of it was just the way the film was because it was like different, the same characters in different bodies, you know, throughout, right. you know, the ages, you know, and um, I think a lot Lana Wachowski, what her sexual orientation, all that kind of stuff that she's gone through as a person, I think 
there was a lot of that in the film. I think that's sure. maybe one of the reasons why it appealed to them to make. But with past lives and how we've lived so many different past lives, same people surround us, though. Sometimes there are friends. Sometimes there are enemies no. or antagonists or protagonists. It all kind of switches around. You know, and then you, you might... But I think the love thing continues, like that you will still love the same person. Oh, or whatever. Right, I see, I get it. If you believe in that. Though. But I guess, you know, the Matrix, that was their, that was an original idea by them, right? The Matrix right. that was Cloud conceived Atlas in, is, and Cloud Atlas yeah, was an adaptation of a, of a book. book. Yeah. yeah. But it, the, the I mean, way, I suppose it's, you know, there's tons of books that they could have chosen yeah. to make and that one seemed more in line with their, right. yeah, I get that. But the yeah. way the film was, was, I mean, it kind of said, well, do we all live exceptional lives, you know, because these characters seem to live really exceptional lives all the time. Like, well... It's not really reality, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. So you, when you start thinking about it, I mean, but that's stupid. I'm, why am I thinking about a fantasy movie about people reliving lives over and over again, but changing character and sex and everything and nationality, whatever. Right. But I mean, it, the performance was great. Tom Hanks and Halle Berry are brilliant in it, and they were so many different characters as sure. well. So, And the future stuff was really cool. Uh, it was really, really long. Um, some of the stories I thought were a little unclear about it, but... Um, there was some kind of, there was a kind of like Asian style makeup, kind yeah, of like I, I remember Joel Grey, a la like Remo kind of thing. I thought, it's right. just kind of kind of pushing it, but I skirt, get it. yeah, yeah, you're skirting on the kind of the blackface thing, right? Which we've kind of talked about before, but surprised to see that in a film that came out like a year ago, right? Um, uh, then maybe they couldn't change the actor because they wanted to keep that continuity yeah. as well, you know. But the but the best um, the best story in it was the the story between the two men. Um, it was just really, really. It was a super great love story and really romantic and um, really tragic, which probably most love stories are kind of tragic. Sure. The best ones, at least, yeah, um, fictional wise. But, um, but that was that was probably the kind of the for me the kind of center of the film, you know, and um, which was two characters which weren't Tom Hanks or Halle Berry. They were just like you know kind of characters around these two. Right. But I think the two that's who they then became, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but actor wise, um. And then um, uh, what's his name was in it? Um, Agent Smith. Um, oh what's yeah, the actor's name, the Australian actor. God, he's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone looked that up real quick. Um, and he was the bad guy as well, of course. Of he's course. always the fucking bad guy yeah. in their films. Elrond. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, some of the prosthetics were a bit shit as well. They're like, uh, oh, this doesn't look that good. Right. You know, I'm I'm sure on the big screen it looked worse. But um, there was uh, the weaker meat and the strong do eat. It was the kind of whole thing and the. The whole mantra in the in the film, but like confusing but interesting, and you know when I was done, I was like I, I really felt good about it. Like that was really good, and it was worth the time I put into it. So I'd say you know they did a good job with Cloud Atlas. I can completely understand why it wasn't. It didn't have mass appeal because it's not a kind of film that is going to have mass appeal. Sure. One because it's so bloody long, right? And its its story is kind of confusing, and people you know most people don't really kind of if they go to the cinema maybe they want to just escape. What was that know? Hugh Jackman movie? Um, Fountain, fountain, yeah. yeah. That's why I kind of alluded similar. Like, I, like thought about that, like yeah, you know, love story over cross generations, yeah. Stuff, but similar, um, I think the fountain was a little more complicated, and had a little bit more to say, yeah. Um, just the way it was made, but but then again, Cloud Atlas was a little bit more exciting and a little bit more popcorn, you know, sure, more Wachowski, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, but there, of course, they have a new film coming out this summer. Yeah, the Jupiter Ascending, right? Yeah. What do you yeah. think of that? I think it looks great, man. Honestly, I think it looks to just. I think it looks spectacular. Right. You know, um, I, I I don't, uh, beyond that, I don't really have anything else to say. I Do you mean, not it think Sean like, Tate looks really fucking ridiculous in those ears? I mean, yeah, but I, it, how would we say like Channing Tatum looks ridiculous in, in those ears, but Leonard Nimoy doesn't? 
Well, know, because or, he doesn't, man. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean, <laughs> though? It's like, you know, at the time, I'm sure in the, you know, no. when Star Trek came no. out, somebody was like, what is it? What? No, no. 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 See, we've, we've grown up with that. We're, we're used no, to it No, but the ears, they stick out. They look yeah. fucking... If, he, yeah. if they were flat against his head, they, they, they big, giant, pointy, he looks like... Um, I don't know. It looks like a, a space elf. It's just he just looks silly. He just right. looks really, really silly. He looks like a leprechaun. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I keep on. Maybe that's what I keep thinking about. That's why I don't like the look of it. But you know, I don't, like I, Puck from Midsummer Night. Yeah, and what's like it that? about? Yeah, well, I don't do know you know what it's do. about? Yes, I do. Uh, what's I, it about? Well, okay, this is what I, my understanding of it is, just based on a two-minute trailer. So, right, shoot. Okay. So I've seen I'm the same gonna, trailer. Okay. I have no fucking clue right, what it's so about. So Mila Kunis yeah. is the heir to the galaxy. Okay. And she? then she's, you know, like there's other, like, it's, I mean, just like Game of Thrones. Just put it in Game of Thrones, right? I think Mila Kunis is just, you know, she is supposed to be the rifle heir to the solar system, right? All right. And then there's war and the, you know, like... This sounds like the, like the plot from is, Men in Black 2. No, it's like you know that, it's right? Superman. It's Superman Returns. Or Superman. You know, Jor- no, it's just Jor- the plot of Men in Black 2. No, no. How is it? The plot the of The galaxy. Men- Remember the galaxy? She was the galaxy. She was the girl they had to save. The, what's her name? Rosario Dawson. Yeah, but you know that out of the get-go. She's the, the Men in Black. They she's the, like, you know, the solar, the, she's the one they're all trying to get because she's the leader of the solar system or whatever. Anyway, was sorry. It, it was sorry. a ne- it was a necklace on a cat, wasn't it? Or no, a dog? not in the second one. The second one was the uh, that was the first oh, one. Oh, that was the first one, right? 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 <laughs> Why okay. are we talking about right. black? Anyways, the second one was Rosario so Dawson. Anyways, I think that they've he, she's been hidden on Earth, and now the other like family that wants to rule the universe is trying to find her, or they found her, and so Chantine is like some sort of bounty hunter or bodyguard, or whatever. With he weird goes fucking and, ears, and with with weird ears, and then whisks her away from Earth, and then like galactic battles ensue. Now, tell me, a 12-year-old Davy Colgan wouldn't have been like, okay, I'm in, sold. Galactic battles for the, you know, heir of the universe? Yeah, okay, I'm Man, in. I'm in anyway, uh, but he just looks bloody silly. A galactic silly. battle for the heir of the universe made by the same people that made the original Matrix. I'm in. In. But I'm saying he looks fucking ridiculous, yeah. and it's going to be, it's going to bother me throughout the whole film. <laughs> I'm going to sit and go, oh, shit, he's on, it's on his face again. Stop, right. get off. And I like Chime Tatum, you yeah. know. I've just seen 22 Jump Street. Didn't see the first one. Saw the second one. Um, and it was great. It was good fun. Yeah. But, I, you know, I just think he looks bloody silly. And that's going to be a problem for me. All right. I hope it's amazing. And I hope it's so good. The storytelling is so great. The way it's shot is so brilliantly done that I will forget about those silly ears I think he's wearing. One of those things is probably going to be true. I think it's going to be visually stunning. I think. Remember it's going this to be moment, everybody. Really cool. But Adam Hall is a hundred percent behind Jupiter ascending. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't know. I think that the storyline is likely to get really confusing and convoluted. Um, but I think visually, it's going to be really cool. It's going to be a popcorn movie. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I could be. I could be wrong. I When's could it be coming surprised. in? I don't know. Is it like? I think it's end of summer. One? Maybe has it been pushed? Has oh, been maybe back it has bit? been pushed back. Because it, yeah, I, I think it was supposed to already be released, yeah, right? Maybe it was. Oh, that's, that's never not. a good sign. <laughs> hey, oh, that's never a good sign. There, everyone else when they saw that, uh, in the test previews, like, pushed, get rid of those fucking ears. Uh, the Star Wars got pushed back too, allegedly because of uh, Harrison Ford's accident. So, yeah, but they haven't made that yet. Well, they're Jupiter making it. Been made. Oh, it's been made, right? It's in post production. Still pushing it back. Right. Yeah. Nope, not a good sign. Nope. Um. So yeah. Oh well. That's well. uh. Wachowski's though. Let's make a new Matrix. Come on, fuck this Jupiter sending shite and go back to doing what you did great back in 1999. Right. Which is make the Matrix still a seminal piece of science fiction, fa- not fantasy, science fiction um, filmmaking. Great, great film. 
Go back to that, Wachowskis. You can do it. We believe in you. Yes, we trust you. No, we don't trust them. No, I guess we don't trust them. That's true. But we have to believe in them. So we, I mean, maybe we're a little hesitant or or apprehensive, I guess, is the word about the Jupiter ascending. Scared shitless, more like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it could be, it could go both ways. It could go either way. You know, Mm -hmm. it could be just complete amazeballs or it could be like, oh, God damn it, again. I'm going to go option two. Option two. Yeah, Yeah. you're probably probably right. Um, But one thing that I am... And it's almost getting scary, like, how excited I am about seeing this, this experience, um, because I'm afraid, like, now this, that, like, in the back of my head, there's that cynic going, oh, maybe it's not going to be good. <laughs> um, but uh, the Guardians, man, Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm really excited about it, especially you after... You are excited I about am it, excited about it. You I'm, said something to me recently. Well, it was out of... I think you, when you tell other people what I said is completely out of context. <laughs> and I have been telling people what right. you've said. Yes, I said that I'm as excited to see this movie as I was... Like, and not necessarily Star Wars A New Hope, because I didn't know what it was. When Come I saw on, it. just no, say no, no. what you when said. When I said Star Wars, but I meant that as like, you remember when Phantom Menace and there was this huge hype and everybody's excited. We're like, man, this is going to be fucking great. And then, you know, he's like, oh. Even that is way off. Yeah, well, I, still, I'm excited. I think that this is going to really change the, the Marvel Universe a little bit. I think it's going to turn it on its head just a little bit and add some levity to it, you know, because everything about this movie is completely irreverent. Right. You know, I mean, so they they just started because they were three weeks, three four weeks out. So that's when they start yeah. that last like barrage of promotion. Um, and a couple of things that they've just recently done for Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy is um, they've released the track listing for the soundtrack, and then like what the cover looks like. And the cover just looks like a uh, like a Walkman or or a you know cassette tape player. Yeah, and it's, it looks the, cool. And, and the cassette tape just says Awesome Mix One. And you know we were old enough now. And m- most of you are. You remember making you know cassette mixtapes you know you're, yeah. you're curating like the perfect mixtape for whatever is happening so i've made i made because i made mixed cds so i continue to do that yeah no i mean we still do it but i mean there was something about that the cassette tape because it took you know with like when you make a cd you just drag and drop right. you know but with a cassette tape you had to you know fast forward and rewind and like yeah. have another tape player nearby or at least right. like if you're going to catch it on the radio you know it was it, there was right. a little bit more time and effort gone into it so it just says awesome mixtape one and then it's it's completely setting up the fact that this person is a is a man out of not necessarily time, but out of his, you know, we, he's removed from Earth, and so this mixtape from however many years ago, this is one connection. Are you talking about Star Fox? Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, but just like some of the track listing on this uh, this this soundtrack again, it's so completely irreverent because there's not like a unifying theme amongst them. Um, you have hooked on a feeling. You have uh, "Go All the Way" by the Raspberries, "Spirit in the Sky" by uh, what's that? Um, Norman Greenbaum, um, uh, "Fold Around and Fell in Love." I don't remember who sings that. Uh, uh, Jackson Five, "I Want You Back." I mean, "Come and Get Your Love." Come and get your love. You know, like it's just not, know there's not there's nothing really unifying about this mixtape, and that's what makes a mixtape really good is that you can have a theme to it, but you don't want to have the same genre necessarily. So there is I, a theme to this mixtape. It's it's awesome. That's the thing. Well, it does say awesome mix one. <laughs> awesome mix one. Right. That's my favorite part. Not not awesome mix, yeah. but awesome mix one. Those that's little the, details are really important. Uh, and then the other thing that they did is they've created like a fake website to kind of promote the movie. But it's a uh, like a fake travel agency for like the galaxy. It's it's a uh, for like, yeah, like galaxy getaways. And yeah. it's just like so any it's, other. Is it gal- galaxygetaway.com? Is that it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. You might probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Check it out. It's and good. It's, it's like it's if, you, if you ever like plan a trip to like 
you know, Jamaica or to like Costa Rica and you're like looking at travel websites and they have that cheesy like uh, video that pops up that's got that um, that slideshow where the pictures move like back and forth or up and yeah. down, whatever that's called. And it's got the uh, really soft-spoken, you know, male or female that's going, you know, like... Usually a British person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Costa Rica is beautiful. You know, like, yeah. right, just telling you about the bungalows and stuff. Um, so it's promoting this Galaxy Getaway travel agency. And it's a way for um, people who want to learn more about the movie um, before seeing it. They can kind of explore the locations and the sets and kind of get a behind-the-scenes look without it being just a blatant, like, go to StarWars.com and pull up the movie and be like, hey, here's us filming here. And it's yeah. clever. And, again, completely irreverent and cheesy and campy. And uh, and tongue in cheek. Yeah, we like the we really like the cleverness of it too. So it's, it's I mean that's I you know I hope it's gonna live up to that. Oh, cleverness. absolutely, and that's what so. I'm saying. That little voice in the back of my head is like, don't get too excited. But you know, I Marvel recently has a pretty good track record. Yeah, they've been doing um, great. They've doing what they've been doing very well. I mean, this past year, like I think the Captain America Winter Soldier was so far it's been my favorite standalone. I think it held up really well. I, I just really enjoyed it. Maybe it's Thor just two it's the was most pretty recent. good as well. Thor two was it did really well. Right. Yeah, um, I, 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 but, I but those movies also had no exposition. You didn't have to. We don't have to go into the origin story anymore. Yeah, I still think the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, was one of my favorite ones. The Edward Norton one. The Norton one. Yeah, I love yeah. that movie because they didn't go. That was the thing is they were like, you know what? We don't have to. Do, you know who the Hulk is? Hulk's been around, you know, in comics, TVs, movies forever. Right. Um, They've yeah, been doing a better job than Bill DC, Bixby. Of Oh, yeah. Bill Bixby. Yeah, yeah. I just mean like in the seventies. Love incredible. that guy. Yeah, you know the slow, the walk away man music. Boo, yeah, yeah. boo, boo, boo. Don't make me angry. It's so great. You won't like me when I'm angry. Um, but Marvel haven't always done as well as they're doing now, though. No, that's true. They have a pretty bad track record yeah. overall. I mean, I think right now they're just breaking even, really, as far as the amount of things yeah. they've made that are good and the amount of things they've made yeah. that have been an utter disappointment. There was that um, that TV show, uh, that Spider-Man TV show with that, what was that actor in it? He I was in, can't even remember. Uh, he was in a lot of things in the 70s. Maybe he was in Star Trek 2 as well. Like Not the film, Star Trek as well, I mean, the original TV show. but. Huh. He was uh, as Peter Parker, but it was just so bad. He was so. But he was like a grown man. That was the thing. He was so like, rail was Peter thin. Peter Parker yeah, as a yeah. as an adult, and it's like. I just well, remember, he looked really skinny. I mean, not the Spider Man, but he right. just looked like a stick man in the suit. And, and we forget that that show was out the same time as Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I which mean, we I love. They were the Hulk. like CBS. They were CBS owned properties. They were yeah. you know I don't know that they were on the same night, but it was definitely like Marvel and CBS were like. All right, let's throw these out there real quick. Let's go. No, no, that's okay. Don't worry about this. Years of backlog of I think stories. They did the story. Hulk first, and it was a hit. Oh, so they thought, okay. well, hey, let's let's get into this superhero business. Right. So Spider Man was the next one they decided to do, and it was fucking awful. Yeah, it was terrible. And they also did a Captain America. I don't know that it was an actual series. Is that but CBS? I, think they did a though, I don't know if that was CBS or not. Oh, I don't know if it was CBS, but I just re- remember it being. I've seen that film. Yeah, and then they had like crossovers. Like, wasn't the Captain Red America Skull in? Was the Red Skull was an the episode bad of Incredible guy. And Thor was in an episode of Incredible Hulk. That was later on when it got really weird. Yeah, I think it got it got canceled, but they were still it was in syndication, so they were still making films like, uh, like right. ninety minute films. Yeah, and um, they did the Death of the Incredible Hulk. They actually finished it off like they died two of them. If anyone hasn't seen that, they should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sad. He fell over an airplane or whatever. Yeah, and they both died. They, both, uh, they and then they did the slow walk away music at the very end, and it was like oh. Hulk's dead. So There's no one to walk away. So's um with a backpack. What did David Banner was his name in the in the yes, TV not show? Bruce Banner, not Bruce. David, yeah. For some reason, they didn't want to do Bruce. I don't Weird. know why is yeah. that. Why was no that? Idea. Was it like a licensing thing or who knows? But yeah, Spider Man was shit. Captain America was terrible. Um, 
the Dolph Lundgren Punisher film. Yeah, no good. Absolutely. No good. And it came out around the same time as the Captain America film. And the bullshit thing about the Dolph Lundgren Punisher film was, though, is that they didn't even put the skull in his chest. He just dressed all in black. I'm yeah. like, you know, if there's one thing you're going to do with the Punisher. Right. It's put the fucking skull on his chest. Do that first. Build that's everything. the thing. Yep, if you do thing. Batman, he has the fucking bat in his chest, right? Right, right, right. Superman, he's got the S in his chest. The Punisher has the bloody skull on his chest. Right. But they didn't put it on his chest. He had little... He knives, have, right? With skulls, skulls on them. the yeah. top of the yeah. knives. Yeah. Like, so that's it. Yeah. That's the skull we're that's getting. That's all you're getting. What a bunch of shit. Yeah. Was that a licensing thing again? I have no bloody clue. But it was really fucking disappointing. Because I remember when I first said, oh, Dolph Lundgren is a punisher. That might not be that bad. No, he was okay. Yeah, he was, yeah, okay. He'd been in, that's fine. He'd been in uh, Rocky Four and The Red Scorpion, and they were all right. Um, had he been in that one with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah? the uh, Ultimate Soldier? No. Oh, uh, Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I think the Universal Soldier may have came out after. After the Punisher, yeah. the sad, sad point. It was terrible. Though. Right, it was bad. Um, the Fantastic Four, which no one allegedly uh, has ever anyone seen. seen that? Uh, yeah, anyone was, out there seen that? Please it's like let in a us landfill. Know. I, there is someone in Kansas City who has a copy of it somewhere, like a bootleg. We need to hunt him. that down. Um, but I'd say that the most, the saddest, most, um, and it's kind of apropos because they're about to make this character into a film. Um, the next coming yeah. years. Okay. So the saddest kind of shittiest job that they did is uh, was probably the Doctor Strange film in 1978, which it, was also a CBS. Well, that was the same what, time they had the property for a Doctor it. was actually like shown like like people they watched showed it? It on television and it oh, just, so it was like a t- made for TV movie. It was a pilot. A pilot. And they just never. Oh, <laughs> all those boy. people in Des Moines called up and said, "This is rubbish. <laughs> Get it off." Don't ever insult me again right. by putting this absolute shite on the television. Right. Um, yeah, so they decided to can it quickly. Sorcery is equated to Satan. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so Wait, what year was this? 1978. Hold on, um, hold on. They did okay, not pick it talking. up as a series. Um, Why? Oh, well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> that was yeah. awful. Anybody you know? I mean, was there anybody involved in it that, like, noteworthy? Um, I, I oh. don't know any of these names. Wait, uh, I found it. Peter Hooten, Clyde Casuzzi, <laughs> and Marie Martin was in it. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's out there. If you want to go on YouTube, you can actually watch it for free right now. Oh, yeah, um, there it is. Yeah. CBS, same network that, at that time, aired The Amazing Spider-Man, which was terrible. Uh, yeah. which aired its second season premiere the day before Doctor Strange and The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So it's uh, uh, you can find it, and um, it's never been officially released on DVD. <laughs> oh, man, these pictures are amazing. But uh, you can. Oh, yeah. you should definitely you should check, should check it at che- YouTube. Check this I out. haven't had the balls to watch it yet, so I've got other things in my life to do. And I did watch that film for you guys one time. What was that really shit? That's part two of The Sword and Sorcerer. So oh, right, I watched right. that. So I'm not watching. Actually, you should watch this, Adam. Uh, okay, I will. Uh, you should watch this film, and t- and you can do a guest spot, movies that I love that are shit, but just be another movies that are shit that are shit, because um, I'm not watching it. Okay, so. here, I just found, um, so it says, uh, in an interview found in the January 1985 issue of Comics Feature Magazine, Stan Lee recounted largely positive experiences working on Doctor Strange, especially compared with the other live-action Marvel adaptations under the publisher's development with CBS. So this is Stanley's quote about it. Uh, he says, I probably had the most input into that one. That's my Stanley. Adam's doing a voice again. No, okay, sir. Uh, I probably had the most input into that one. 
I've become good friends with the writer-producer Phil DeGuerre. I was pleased with Doctor Strange and The Incredible Hulk. I think that Doctor Strange would have done much better <laughs> than it did in the ratings, except that it aired opposite of Roots. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> th- those are the only experiences I've had with live-action television. Doctor Strange and the Hulk were fine. <laughs> Captain America was a bit of a disappointment, and Spider-Man was a total nightmare. <laughs> well, at least Stan, <laughs> at least Stan realizes how shit that stuff was. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I definitely have to. Uh, the film was released twice on VHS in the United States, uh, eighty-seven and ninety-five. But you know what? What this tells us is that it Stanley, is not out on DVD, by the way. <laughs> what this tells where am I going to watch this? Is that Stanley needs to stay away from uh, his films, which he has done, aside from his cameos. Yeah. He's best at that with Marvel movies. Uh, if he thought this was great, he's obviously off his rocker. Well, how I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch this. It's, not on, it's on YouTube, dude. Oh, on YouTube. Full film. Oh, full film. Free. Okay, all right. 133 minutes it's of it. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, and it's uh, we, be ex- awesome. we expect a report card the okay. next time we do this. All right. And you can, you know, have that bookend of the podcast. I will do that. That'll be, um, yes. And I, I hope I, you love it, though. I look forward to it. Because I know it's shit, and I hope you love it. How can, those pictures are amazing. I love his ruffle collars and oh stuff. He looks really good. Check it out, everybody. Go look it look it up yourselves. It's so trippy and psychedelic as a comic. How being made in the late like in the seventies could that have not just gone over like gangbusters? It's just surprising. Well, you know they did. Um, there was a show called The Magician. Oh well, it's kind of off the cuff. <laughs> With Bill Bixby, right. he was he was actually a stage magician though. Oh, right. uh, he wasn't like a you know like a, a proper real, re- like like a I have magic powers magician like Dr. protector Strange's. of the earth. Right. Yeah. yeah. The orb of Oh, Agamotto or something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, Sorcerer Supreme, man. Sorcerer Supreme. Not like a taco. Do we Supreme know who's playing him? Has, have they casted anything? Sorcerer like that? Supreme. Ah, look at me. Burrito the Supreme. Jokes. The yeah. jokesters. Cutlass Supreme. Uh, do we know casting anything? Doctor Strange yet? Have they said anything? I've heard Tom Hardy or Benedict Cumberbones. Uh yeah, Cumberbatch. I could see. You know, yeah. Tom Hardy. I mean, either of those. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're great. I just always envision. I mean, like he just seems to be older. I think Cumberbatch could play an older person. Well, he always had those gray streaks in his hair, right? Yeah, those kind of dignified. That was the Marvel look. Like, how old is this guy? I don't know. Late thirties. Put silver streaks in his hair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Reed Richards. Well, how old is this guy? I don't know. Like late thirties. Yeah. Put silver streaks in his hair. He's really fucking smart. Obviously, he needs silver streaks in his hair. Then J. Jonah Jameson. How old is that guy? Ah, he's well. He's really smart. He runs a newspaper. Tankress. Yeah. Put some silver streaks in his hair. Put those silver streaks. Yeah. I'm getting silver streaks in my hair. Yeah. What does that say about me? It means you either. Am I really smart or really cantankerous? Thanks a lot. Anyway, <laughs> um, obviously he didn't want to say, but that's fine. Um, moving swiftly on. Both. Uh, good job, Marvel, for digging yourself out of the hole right, that you yeah. dug yourselves in in the 70s that's right. and 80s and uh, early 90s probably with the, the little publisher shit. that could. But um, uh, funny enough, though, Punisher, again, Tom Hardy did a good job. Or not Tom Wait, Hardy. No. Um, uh, uh, what was his name? Oh, um, crap. What was his name? He did the, the first. The first Punisher. Punisher movie. They did it again. Um, oh, he, I actually like him. I do too. Um, let me see here. Let look up real quick. Uh, Tom Jane. Good job. Yeah. Uh, you know how I Thomas got that? Jane. Arrested Development. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Oh, know. Arrested Development? No. Yeah. No. Oh, never mind. So Thomas Jane. Uh, we really good job in the first one, I thought. Um, and then they did that short, Dirty which was laundry. really good. And then they did it. They remade it with the guy who was in Rome, that English actor. I can't remember his name. Yeah, um, and it was a lot more bloody. It was R-rated. Mm-hmm. And I was excited about that. But then it, 
it was okay. It just kind of fizzled out. It started strong and then just kind of fizzled yeah, but a little bit. Punisher, like Wolverine, is one of the most popular Marvel characters ever. So yeah. they, if they did it right again, I think there's some. They can still do a lot with that character. Yeah, he's the most. He's one of the most more troubled ones in the Marvel universe. You know, it's got more like a kind of like a Batman vibe, yeah. darker and stuff. But we'll see. You know, um, obviously they're concentrating a lot more on the kind of crash bang wallop stuff. So. Um, I'd like to see him then go back to like a kind of a more you know personal character, personal story. Sure. Maybe do the Black Panther. Maybe I don't know. I mean, oh, that'd that's, be good. I'd see that. That's yeah, yeah, that's clever. You know, and maybe they're going towards that stuff on the Netflix series, is like with the Iron oh Fist right, stuff, yeah, with the, so. the street level stuff. So maybe I don't know. We'll see. But I'd I'd love to see the Punisher redone again, again, yeah. again, again, again. Right. So, um, yeah, four, four times a charm. Go Marvel. Go. Yep. Excelsior. Nice, nice little homage. Mr. Stanley. Um, I once got a letter printed in, uh, uh, I probably mentioned this before, but I want to mention it again, in a, in a British uh, Marvel comic. Cause they used to reprint the American ones uh-huh. over there. And I actually had a, I sent a letter in and they printed it. Really? Yeah, I bet I talked about this before. I don't know, man. That sounds new to me. I don't know that I've ever. I, I, um, I still have the comic book probably at home. I hope I still do. Um, but I think, what did I say? Because you always have to do a funny, pithy little like one-liner, like "May Mister Fantastic Snap make mine marvel." Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And mine was, uh, "May the Human Torch go out." Oh. Make mine marvel. Yeah. I think that's what I said. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, yeah, like we said, good job, Marvel. But um, we're reaching the end of this episode as we do. We uh, like to end it with a uh, movies that I love that are shit. So. This week's episode is, uh, it's, it's funny, it's a film I've touched on here before, um, talking about something else. Okay. So, and I was thinking, like, well, what, what, you know, we're kind of turning this around quick. What, what, what do I know and what do I love and what's really shit? So, um, this film was um, written by Dan O'Bannon, who uh, also wrote The Alien film, Okay. Which is, you know, amazing. Um, it was budget for sixty five million dollars. It was back in the Holy early nineteen ninety, I think it was. Um, grossed one hundred and twenty, so it made some money. Oh yeah. Directed by Paul Verhoeven. Okay. Starring Lana Schwarzenegger, Michael Ironside, Sharon Stone, uh, Ronnie Cox. Have we not talked to this? You haven't done this no, one before. We talked about it it, we talked like about Mars One. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what I right. wanted to happen yes. on Mars. That's what it was. Okay. So. Um, Speaking of Mars One, I guess they're selling advertising for the rockets that they're going to put up there and drop on the on Mars, the uh-huh. unmanned stuff. They're actually selling the sides of that, like advertising. Of course, wise. yeah, absolutely. Which I don't know. I mean, why not? Again, they've got like seven hundred people who are willing to go one way. It just seems really kind of, right. you know. Yeah. Now he's going to pull DB Cooper. Like he's going to get a ton of money for this advertising, <laughs> I hope so. and then just like otherwise disappear. those people are dead. But um. Anyway, uh, Total Recall, uh, the, um, Blue Sky Over Mars, Philip K. Dick, um, great film, terrible remake. Have you seen the remake, no. 2012, with Colin Farrell? Oh, Absolutely awful. Yeah, I think I did. And Kate just, Beckinsale, gorgeous, and Jennifer Beale, gorgeous. Colin Farrell, Dick, Len Wiseman directed, right. also Kate Beckinsale's other half. Um, terrible, terrible film. Yeah, it was unremarkable. I don't um, remember. Yeah, and yeah, that's good. You yeah. don't remember Like, it. there wasn't even enough for me to, like, just rant about it. It was just like, no, no. not going to waste my time. But, you know, Total Recall's brilliant. You know, yes. um, it's it's kitschy. The, the effects are really shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and even at the time, I remember thinking, like, God, that could have looked so great. Um, and it's funny. It's kind of like, 
earlier when we talked about um um what's his name uh, Botton from the who did the thing mm-hmm. he also did the effects for oh, this movie okay, yeah and mm-hmm. uh, after he did uh, Robocop with Verhoeven they they were like they didn't get on at all and I suppose I, I guess that um when they finally saw the finished cut though Verhoeven was so happy how it looked he took him on to do Total Recall I think he kind of fell asleep a few times because I never had a breakdown during the thing so I don't know maybe the guy had a problem because he worked too hard because yeah. sometimes especially when you know Arnold took off the fat woman's head right. two weeks two weeks that woman yeah. and threw it he, it looked like a kind of a plasticine mall man. oh yeah yep. he looked terrible yes he did but like I said even at the time I remember thinking god that looks like shit but um, there were some cool bits in it though and um, really you know fun kind of caper chase caper movie you know Michael Ironside like hamming it up big time chewing up the scenery as uh, um, whatever his name was in the film um, Schwarzenegger as Doug Quaid yeah um, you know uh, who goes to recall and um, they they try and implant some memories in him and then there was all these hints to like maybe this is really a dream or sure is it not yeah and that was like, the thing this kind of a head trip yeah. too it was flashbang yeah. but also like a thinker like whoa yeah, what would you you know like you know it's, yeah, what is we'll, real we'll implant you with the super secret agent thing you'll love it you know right. it's like a vacation from yourself and, uh, and then of course he goes crazy and then you're like well are we experiencing his dream or is this reality I mean who knows and oh, yeah. it, it wasn't it was never clear to be honest and that was fine you know I mean I didn't mind the ambig- ambiguity about it but um it was kind of overly violent, as uh, Paul Verhoeven's films tend to be. Yeah. Um, really gratuitous in certain ways, like just some bits where he pulls the chair arm off and sticks to the guy's oh, yeah. eye. <laughs> Blood spews everywhere. It was just kind of a little bit too much when when uh, Richter, that was uh, Michael Ironside's character, when he's holding on to the lift and the comes up and cuts his arms off and he's still holding on to his arms and he tosses them back down and goes, see you at the party, Richter. Yes. Some great irony one-liners. He said, I'll be back. Consider this a divorce. Right. You know, all that stuff with Sharon Stone. Um, who was, it was her first real kind of film. And after this, she oh, yeah. he worked, Verhoeven worked with her again in Basic, Basic Instinct, Instinct, of course. Sure. Um, but just a really kind of fun kind of it was. It was perfect movie. for the era too. Yeah, for I the mean, time. Was, yeah, absolutely. Um, did you know Patrick Swayze was originally signed on to to, oh, to play Quaid? Man. Which I kind of try and think about that, like put him in the Arnold Schwarzenegger role. Yeah, I don't really know how that works, but it was in, it was in pre-production. It would have changed everything. the tone overall. Different director. Yeah. Um, but um, Dina DeLonteris' company went bankrupt, and and then Arnold Schwarzenegger heard about it and said, and Carlco bought it, but it's there now defunct too. But um. He was, and you know, Arnie was originally supposed to play the role in Robocop. Like this is how he ended up working. Oh, right. Verhoeven okay. got attached sure. to it because he he loved. Well, he wanted to work with him, but I guess the, he had problems with the costume, whether he was like too, too big, big for it or yeah. something. Yeah. And like Peter Weller, not really that big a dude. Uh, you don't need to be a big dude in a Robocop suit. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, you that's, know what I mean? The, that's the whole, whole part point. of it. Exactly. Yeah, it's but, be um, kind of a waste, you know. But he loved the movie and he wanted to work for Verhoeven, so he kind of pulled him into this film. So, and at the time, Arnold was like the big superstar sure. he is. Oh, yeah. He became. So he had all the say in who was going to work in the film. So, um, But, you know, there was some really silly parts in it. That, uh, and when I always think about it, the first thing that comes to my mind is the, the, the whore with three tits. Mm-hmm. Just so dumb. Yeah, just, yeah, and just gratuitous. That was the 80s, though, man. It was just <laughs> it was gratuitous. the 90s. Oh, 90s. It was Early 90s. 90. What, 90, 90? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, just the kind of... <laughs> just so dumb. And just complete over the top. You know, he's got the big drill and he's... 
drilling into the Benny character. Screw you, Benny. He said, you know, I oh, mean, yeah. it's got, it's full of all, all that one-liners. stuff. It's something about the color of that movie always kind of got me a little bit. Like it just looked off. It was like Technicolor. It almost, I mean. They tried to make it look red because the red planet, I think. Yeah. So they made it look over red. Yeah, it just didn't. They didn't really need to do that. It though. looked like something had been, like a an actual color movie had been colorized, you know. Right. I don't know. It was just something weird about it. Just and it even added to the cheesy factor of it. Yeah. Just like made it look more not real. It's like I get it. You're trying to make it look real, but by doing that, you made it look more fake. I don't know. Right. And you know they had those weird Johnny Cabs, and <laughs> I mean it was really silly, but super loved it when I was. I mean I got the video cassette for my birthday. I think one year. Yeah. And watched it like a million times. Um. And still, if it's on, I'll, I'll get caught watching it sometimes. Sure. Definitely falls into this category. I'm trying to think back. Is this the first time Arnold Schwarzenegger has made it into this category? I mean, I know I love no. his films. No. Predator is like one of my favorites. But we talked about Running Man. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And yes, yes yep. Running Man. Your, Running Man. your favorite film. Yeah. Film you like the most. But um, but that's the, the film for, for this week, um, or for this episode. Is, is it streaming? Recall. Is it available streaming? Do you know? Um, I don't think so. No. Oh. So you're gonna have to go out there. No, and buy I don't think any Arnie, Arnie's films are available. Oh, maybe for it's a net Netflix deal or YouTube, right? Didn't you watch Running Man on on YouTube? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so don't watch the remake, the Colin Farrell and Wiseman remake. Don't watch that yeah, ever, no, because it's terrible. But if you want a good laugh, you know, get some drinks in, watch a silly film with Arnold Schwarzenegger and his pump. Um, this is the film for you, man. Yeah, it was kind of like, you know, honestly, in 1990, it was like a, a, like a thinker science fiction, but it was still just over-camped, you know? Like, yeah. it was. There were moments where you're like, wait a minute, I want this to be real so bad, but I'm still, yeah. I don't know, you're messing with my head here. Yeah. Just give me more guns and explosions, but. Yeah, and like, you know, Arnold didn't really mess with your head at that time. He was very, like, it was, but his films are so oh, basic, yeah. like A to B to Z. Yeah. Know? And that was that, but this one was, um, you know, still a bit of a head-scratcher. Yes, it was. Was it? Wait, which one came first? Was, was Running Man first or was uh, Total Recall first? I think Running Man was first. First? Yeah. Right. He wasn't quite the super, superstar at that time. So he was, Ru- kind of was Running Man his first? No, I guess. I was going to say, was that his first like two-word title movie? Because before that, it was always like Conan. Um, Predator. Predator. Uh, Terminator. No, he made Raw Deal before those. Oh, yeah, Raw Deal. Right. Yeah. We need to have a whole thing where we talk about Arnold's films. We should. We really should. You know? Yeah. Have you seen his latest one with Sylvester nope. Stallone in it? The prison? I, here's the thing. It's on. I think it's available to view on Netflix. I just haven't bothered it me. can't arse. be bothered. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know. What happened there, man? I don't know. Because I bloody lo- I mean, anything I he ever that, did. What, is it Last Man Standing or what? what's the one where he was a sheriff of the town? And the also on Netflix. And I start watching the first half an hour with Johnny Knoxville in it, yeah. too. Um. The Last Man, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, that's it, The Last Man. No. I just turned oh, it off, dude. Come on, that, yeah. It's so shit, you know, yeah. because, uh, like I said, he was, like, the action hero right. in the 90s. He and was the last action hero in the 90s. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's probably that why <laughs> we don't watch his films anymore, because of that nonsense. Probably nuts. So, so um, thanks again for listening. Anyway, we'll finish with Total Recall. Watch it now if you can, if you have an opportunity to. It's a great film. and um, It is fun. You'll have a good laugh at it. Um, thanks for listening to this. I don't know when this is one is going to go out because yeah, we have nice. multiple ones packed up, so behind it um, or in front of it. So, uh, but we we appreciate you know you guys listen to us or yeah follow uh, us on Twitter and Facebook too. Like Reach us. out to us on Twitter. Yeah or whatever or just yeah, come I mean, up to us in the street and 
hug us. Yeah. You know, high five us, whatever. Absolutely. Punch us, don't punch us. Don't punch us, please. <laughs> and punch uh, us, hashtag don't punch us. <laughs> and thanks for listening as always. All right, good luck. <laughs>